A fiery horse with a speed of light, a clot of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver. The Lone Ranger. his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Two men rode the trail toward Pecos. Bob Hanlon was 25 years old, though the set hardness of his features made him seem older. His companion was a heavy-set man over 30, who in spite of the toughness acquired with years of precarious living outside the law, had a rather placid expression on his face, which indicated a fundamentally easygoing nature. After riding many miles in silence, Bob turned to his companion and spoke. We're almost there, Happy. Good, good. Maybe it'll make you feel better, Bob, to see familiar places again. Two years in prison haven't been too good for you. Won't be long before you'll forget it, though. No. I'll never forget it. Never. The ones responsible for me going there won't forget it either. Well, that's no way to look at it. Of course, you never did say why you were sent to prison. I figured it was none of my business if you didn't want to talk about it. But when you break the law and get caught... Might as well make up your mind you got to pay for what you've done. You're a fine one to be talking like that. <laughs> I reckon it would strike you that way, seeing as how I've been sort of a regular visitor to territorial prison. But, well, I started out wrong when I was about 20. Got to drinking and mixed up with the wrong bunch. I got caught with them after they robbed a stagecoach, and I had to go to prison like they did. That was plenty tough. Maybe, but it should have taught me a lesson, which it didn't. I sort of wanted to play tough when I got out, 
Started going with another tough gang. You're a fool to get caught again. Guess so. The law has a way of catching up with hombres who want to be tough. You mean to say you aren't mad at the law for putting you behind bars when you really didn't do what the gang did? The rest of them swore I was one of them, and that was that. You know, crooks never make good friends, Bob. Ah. Who does? Well, they say a good friend is hard to find. But I reckon when you do find one, it's worth the trouble you went to hunt for him. Anyway, we're both square with the law now, so there's nothing to worry about there. Maybe you're square with the law, but I'm not. Of course, the law's not hunting me. But I'm out to get an hombre who's on the side of the law. A masked man. A masked man, you say? That's right. He got me put in jail. Get up. Come on. Get up there. You ever hear of an hombre called the Lone Ranger? Lone Ranger? Well, sure I have. Don't tell me you got foolish ideas about going after him. Yep, I sure have. Maybe my ideas aren't so foolish either. When I locate him, I'll lay my plans careful like. You mean that's your reason for coming back to Pecos? Not entirely. I have a sister living near Pecos. She's married and has a boy. Her husband was the hombre who did what I was accused of doing. Then he turned my sister against me and wouldn't let her see me or write. Oh, that was a dirty trick. Yeah, it was. But I'm going to make him admit in front of her and the boy that he was the crook, not me. After that, I'm going to find that lone ranger and settle him once and for all. It was later that afternoon when Toto, Indian companion of the Lone Ranger, reigned to a halt at the camp they shared in the hills outside of Pecos. Oska, Opala, Opala, Nisishka. Hi, Tai. Missy young fella ride through town. Him fella named Hanlon, who go to jail two years ago. Bob Hanlon, huh? That right. Him ride with other fella. Them ride trail out west of town. Hanlon used to live out that way with his married sister. I hope he's not too bitter to take up and make something of himself. Him look different, Kimasabi. Him look plenty mean now. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. He and his brother-in-law worked together at the express office. When the accounts were checked and money was missing, Bob was the one who disappeared. Ah, me remember. We trail him and bring him back. Yes, I know. But he refused to talk or say anything in his own defense. I've often wondered if he were really guilty, Tonto. You mean maybe brother-in-law really one who took money? Could be. The brother-in-law died a short time after Bob went to prison. Bob's sister lives alone with her ten-year-old son out on their farm. I guess Bob Hanlon was heading for there when you saw him. Uh, maybe so. If Bob were innocent, it was a fine thing he did taking the blame. Though perhaps a foolish one. He's young yet and has a chance to get somewhere in life. I hope he does. Supper's about ready, Toto. Let's eat now. Meantime, Bob Hanlon and his friend Happy approached the farm where Bob's sister lived. There's a the place, Happy. Right over there. Hmm. Nice-looking little place, all right. We turn in here. Get up. Come on. As soon as I get inside, I'm going to tell my sister Mary and her boy what a crooked sidewinder my brother-in-law is, whether he's there or not. I'd like to see him try to deny it. Look, if you hate the hombre so much, why did you take the blame for something you say he did? I did it for Mary and the boy, not for him. Anyway, he was kind of sickly at the time. Had a bit of lung trouble. 
Having him go to jail would have hurt Mary and Tommy. But you don't make sense. Telling them about what he did will hurt them just as much now, seems to me. If Mary had come to see me or written, it would have been different. But she turned against me. Now I don't care if she's hurt or not. He used to be sort of loco about that boy of hers. Tommy was eight then. But I've gotten over that, too. Well, the kid wouldn't like me now anyway, me just coming from prison and all. Bob, I think you're making a mistake doing these things. What'll I get you in the long run? Satisfaction of having revenge, that's what. Here we are, Happy. Ho, ho, ho. Coming in with me? I reckon I'll just sit out here and wait. No use me being there to watch the effect of what you tell them. You go ahead. All right. I won't be long. Hey, Bob, here comes a kid around the side of the house. Uncle Bob! Hey, Uncle Bob! Oh, golly, Uncle Bob, it's good to see you home again. I sure missed you. Tommy, gotcha. Bob! Oh, Bob, you've come home. Hi, Mary. I haven't exactly come home. Just come out to talk to you. Can I come in? Oh, oh yes. Do come in. Thanks. Come on, Tommy, I got something to tell both of you. Uh, how about your friend? Supper's almost ready. I don't and... reckon we'll be staying for supper. Oh. Where's... Where's your husband? Is he home? Daddy isn't here anymore, Uncle Bob. Isn't here anymore? You mean he lit up? Bob, I thought you knew. Jack died well over a year and a half ago. Died? Holy smoke. I didn't hear about it. After all, where I was, how'd you expect me to hear of it? Please, Bob, just a minute. Tommy, run out and play a while. Uncle Bob and I have something to talk over privately. All right, Mom. Don't be long. I want to be with Uncle Bob. Why'd you send the kid away? I have something to tell both of you. Bob, Tommy thinks you went east. He doesn't know anything else. You mean he doesn't know about my being in prison? No. No, he doesn't. I didn't go to see you right because I thought it best not to... I preferred not to think of you as being in that place. Yeah. But if the truth was known, I wouldn't have been there either. If Jack had Jack told you... Jack told me everything, Bob, before he died. He... he told you? Yes. I could have gone to the sheriff and told him the truth at that time, but I knew you did what you did to protect Tommy and me, and it would have affected Tommy's whole life if the truth came out about his father. I knew you felt that way about it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Bob, I'll never forget that you saved Tommy's father from dying in jail. Remember, this is your home from now on. Here with Tommy and me. Mary, I... I came here feeling mean and bitter against Jack because I thought he turned you and Tommy against me. I... I guess like Happy says, I... I'm a fool to think of such a thing. I'm glad you've changed. Now you can stay on. No. No, Mary. Before I settle down, there's one thing I have to do. After that, well, if my plans work out, I'll come back here. I... I missed you and Tommy a lot. But can't your business wait? At least a few days? No, the quicker I get it over with, the better. I'll get along now, Mary. Tell Tommy I'll be back as soon as I can. 
Goodbye for now. Bob and Happy left the farm and rode to the cafe in town. They sat at a corner table where they could talk privately. Gosh, Bob, I'm sure glad things worked out for you with your sister and the kid. They sure seemed awful glad to see you. Yeah, they were. It's not for me to advise you, but now that things look better for you, why not let everything stand as it is? If you mean I should forget about that masked hombre, the Lone Ranger, you might as well keep your advice, Happy. That's one thing nobody can talk me out of. Well, he doesn't mean anything to me one way or the other. So I'll string along with you if you have any plans. Now, look, remember when we rode through town today and there was an Indian getting ready to mount a paint horse in front of the general store? Yeah, I remember that paint horse all right. Sure was a beauty. What about the Indian? He's the one that rides with the masked man. I'm sure of that. And him being here means the Lone Ranger must be around here somewhere. From what I hear about that hombre, Bob, it'll take more than you and me to put anything over on him. I don't reckon you're the first who's tried to get back at him. Tomorrow we'll watch at the general store. That Indian will maybe come in again for supplies. Then we'll make it a point to find out where he goes. Wherever it is, the masked man will be there. Then what? When we find out, we'll go into hiding near the camp. And ambush the Lone Ranger first chance we get. Well, better to wait till they're asleep sneak up on him. That Lone Ranger's quick on the trigger. Others have tried to ambush him before and got the worst of it. Yeah. All right, we'll do it your way. Now, let's get to the hotel and get some sleep. Then we'll watch for that Indian tomorrow. The following day, Bob and Happy sat on the porch of the hotel and kept watch of the general store. It was just before dusk that they saw Tonto ride up and dismount. Bob and Happy went to the hitch rack where their horses were waiting. They stood watching until Tonto came out of the store across the street. There he goes, Bob. Yep, there he goes. We won't be far behind. By the time he gets to his camp, it'll be dark. We'll wait until they're asleep. Then, Happy, the Lone Ranger will never know who put the bullet in him. That's my auntie's Get up. Get back. Come on. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes... Please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. When Tonto left the general store in town, Bob Hanlon and his friend Happy followed at a distance. Since Tonto rode leisurely, darkness fell while the two ex-convicts were still on the trail. 
Hey, Bob. I noticed he took the trail that went past your sister's farm. Yeah, we passed the farm about half a mile back. Guess the camp isn't very far from here now. We'll be able to spot that campfire, then we'll wait until it's time to move in on them. Frankly, I don't feel too good about this. We aren't any match for them two hombres. We are if they're both asleep. We can plug them before they know what's hit them. Then we'll hightail it back to the farm and stay there. Come on, let's hurry a bit. Get him. Get him back. Come on. Back at the farm, Mary, Bob's sister, was busy washing the supper dishes. Now, Tommy, you take the extra lamp and go into your room to get ready for bed. All right, Mom. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mom. What is it, son? When will Uncle Bob come back? He will come back, won't he? Oh, I'm sure he will, Tommy. He said he had some business to attend to, then he'll come back and stay with us for good. Golly, I'm glad of that. So am I. Your Uncle Bob is a wonderful man, Tommy. I hope you'll grow up to be just like him. Now, take the lamp and run along like a good boy. Yes, Mom. Good night, Mom. Good night, dear. I'll come in later and tuck in. Oh, Mom! Mom! Tommy, what's happened? Merciful heavens, you fell with the lamp. The room's blazing with the burning oil. Mom, quick! Get up quick, Tommy. Hurry. My, my ankle. I can't stand up. Here, I'll carry you, Tommy. Put your arms around my neck. Hurry. The fire's getting worse. We'll get out through the kitchen. You'll be all right, Tommy. In a minute, we'll be able to... Oh! Oh! As Mary started toward the kitchen, she ran into a chair and fell, striking her head against the door jam. Frenzied with fear, Tommy tried to get up and get Mary up. Mom! Mom, we've got to get out! The flames are getting bigger! The smoke! Mom! Oh, dear, Ben! We have to get out of the lobby first! Out on the trail, Bob and Happy moved along behind Tonto. Suddenly, Happy, who had looked over his shoulder, called out to Bob. Wait a minute, Bob. Oh, what the hell? Oh, oh boy. Look back there. A glow in the sky. Looks like a fire. Fire it is. That's in the direction of Mary's farm. We gotta go back and quick. Get up there. Get up. Get up. Meantime, a short distance away, Tonto turned in at the camp where the Lone Ranger was waiting and reined to a halt. Wolfgang, oh, Hopa, Well, Tonto, it didn't take you long. I have everything ready and we'll start. Look, back over there. Ah, that looked like fire, Kimasabi. Yes, it is. Here's Silver. <laughs> we'll go investigate. He's a big fellow. <laughs> Though it took Bob and Happy only a short time to reach the farmhouse, the fire was pretty much underway. I don't see Mary and Tommy. They must still be inside. Jump and catfish. What are we going to do? We got to get them out. We got them. I'll open the front door. Oh, wait, Bob. You can't go in there. I'd smoke it. Those flames. You fool. I can't let them burn. I'm going in right now. Mary. Mary, Tommy, where are you? I ought to help me. My... I'd smoke it. I can't make it. Mary. Hurry up, Bob. Hurry up. I'll get this right now, 
Try now. I, I just had time to get you out. But, no. They're in there. I saw them. The smoke got me for a minute, I guess. I'll try again. <coughs> Can't take that smoke. It'll be killed. Anyone in there? Great day, the mask man. Never mind that. Is anyone inside? Mary. I'll get to them somehow. Come on, then. Hop down and crawl, fellow. There's the floor. Bob. Bob, did you see? They've gone inside after marrying the kid. Yeah, yeah, I saw them. The masked men and the Indian we were going to kill. Oh, I hope they make it. But there isn't much chance. I never was much in prayer. But please, God, let them get out and bring Mary and Tommy. I can't think of not seeing them alive again. They have to get out. They have to. Meantime, the Lone Ranger and Toto had dropped to their hands and knees and had crawled through the kitchen to the place just inside the door beyond where Mary and Tommy lay. There they are, Toto. The woman and the boy. Uh-huh. <coughs> them, them unconscious. I'll take the woman. <coughs> you bring the boy. Hurry. <coughs> I've got her. Come on. Be uh, boy. Quick, Toto. The beams are going to fall. We have to get out in a hurry. Meantime, Bob and Happy had left the back porch and stood waiting and watching a short distance away. Bob's face was drawn and tense, and as he looked at the flames bursting from the windows and the smoke pouring from the door, a hopeless feeling came over him. I should have known no prayer of mine would be answered. Well, you got one wish, Bob. The masked man and Indian are probably done for. Shut up! Shut up, you hear? Well, I guess I deserve that. I'm sorry for what I just said. I... Oh, forget I hit you, Happy. But after seeing them go in like that and all, and then you reminded me that I was going to kill them. I... The beams. Sounds like they're falling inside. That's the end. They're all done for. No. No, look. Coming out the back door. Was a hand. Sure. I'll help you, Andy. Well, right down right here. There. <coughs> Better get some water from the well. Yeah, I'll get it. Be right back. Here. Here, boy. You got him out. I can't believe it. Yes, we got them out, but, well, we can't be sure they'll live yet. Toto, we'll give artificial respiration. You take the boy. We better work fast. <laughs> For 
For some time, while Bob and Happy stood watching with anxious faces, the Lone Ranger and Tonto applied first aid to the stricken woman and boy. Even the Lone Ranger had almost given up in despair when Mary suddenly Uh, opened her eyes and began to breathe gaspingly. uh, Tommy. Tommy. Where are you? Tommy! She's come too. Thank heaven. Mary. Mary, it's Bob. Bob. Oh, Bob. Why didn't you save Tommy instead of me? Look. Boy here. And him have eyes open. Mom. Mom. You're safe now, Tommy. You and your mother. Ah, that's right. We'll take them over to the nearest neighbors. They'll need a bit of care for a while. But I'm sure they'll be all right now. The Lone Ranger and the others took Tommy and his mother to a nearby neighbor's farmhouse. The Lone Ranger and Tonto waited outside while Bob and Happy took them in. A short time later, Bob and Happy came out. I guess your sister and your nephew will be taken care of now, Bob. Yeah, they will. They can stay here till the farmhouse is rebuilt at our place. I didn't know folks could be so nice. I guess I haven't mixed with real folks for so long, I forgot what they was like. You'll find people always ready to help others in trouble. Now, look, Mr. Rock. I don't know how to say it. No need to thank us, Bob. We did only what you tried to do. I wasn't going to talk about the fire and all that. What I was going to tell you was that... Well, I was fixing to kill both of you at your camp tonight. I have to tell you and get it off my mind. I was bitter about you putting me in jail two years ago. Bob, revenge is never worthwhile. Because it does something to a person, even after they've succeeded... Forget about it and make up your mind to be happy with your sister and Tommy. They both need you. You mean you're not going to be sore about us intending to sneak up on you at your camp? <laughs> I think Todd and I could have taken care of ourselves. <laughs> that right. I, I'd like to shake your hand. Will you? Why, of course. Good luck, Bob. You too, Happy. Thanks. Thanks for everything. We'll see you both again sometime. All right, let's go, Tonto. Come on, I'll never forget what they did for me tonight. So help me, Bob, if you can use someone to be useful at that farm of yours, I'm your man. You? Gonna settle down respectable like? Yep. After getting to know that Lone Ranger... If people on the side of the law are like him, then that's the side I'm going to be on. Yes, sir, I'll always remember that Lone Ranger. What an hombre he turned out to be.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Fred Flowerday, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Thank <laughs> you.